Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, part two. Chat with Hannah Gadsby. Chat with Alan's there as well. So you know it's going to be a goodie. If you haven't heard part one, God's sake, go have a listen. Did you say a thing where you said there was a point after Nanette because it was so huge that you said, I don't actually want to be told about anything that's being offered to me? You can't. Well, I didn't say it explicitly, but people just didn't tell me because right. I was just so completely overwhelmed. Mm. Um, so I think I have a very strong filter mm. system. Um, sometimes they'll tell me, we've, we've declined on your behalf, but you should know that you were asked. But a lot sort of like... What sort of things? This. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a very strong filter system. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Always working. Um, <laughs> Always content. <laughs> oh, I, you know, I mean, it's such a broad range of things. Did, I mean, did people want to take you out of your domain and, like, put you in a sitcom or put you yeah, in a thing, all those yeah, things. Yeah, I mean, sort of hinting in that direction. And I, I did take a lot of me. I had a meeting at Warner Brothers and everyone came, like, to the, like, everybody. Like, people would kill for the meeting that I had and I had no idea what it was. I'm just like, this is a large table. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people. Even the, the reality TV people came to that meeting. So that's <laughs> like, you're not, what, what? <laughs> um <laughs> like why but also you know and I remember this woman saying you know I work on The Bachelor oh. I'm like well, gosh why are you, why are you speaking <laughs> um, <laughs> she's like I work on the and she said she said it's very popular in Australia I, I don't know about Tanzania <laughs> and, um, <laughs> she did not <laughs> she seriously did. and so half the table were just like oh, and the other half like mm, and I'm like oh, oh golly my God. Um, of course, I called her out. I said, "Did you say Tanzania?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so um, Like it just speaks to the to the dissonance of the whole process. Yeah. Because mm. I was also just finished touring it. Like I'd been touring it, and so when it popped onto Netflix, I was at the end of an, you know eighteen months of touring that show, which was killing me. Well, because you, mm. you were here, weren't you? Mm. Soho Rep, mm. Soho Playhouse, Soho Playhouse. And so, you know, and it was, it's a, it was a brutal show to perform. Yeah. I guess I got to a stage where I wasn't necessarily living my own trauma as viscerally, but I was experiencing other people dealing with what I was putting in the room and mm. that, I couldn't ignore that. Like, that mm. was going 
through me as well. So it was a, you know, so by the end of that, I was absolutely <laughs> exhausted. So then to have these weird shiny meetings mm. off the back of that was yeah. kind of odd. And when you first did it, um, it was you said it didn't have any jokes in it. Was it is, is Nanette something? And is that how you work? Like is Douglas also the same thing? That's it's a it, it's sort of a, a larger thing that you you condense down or you. It's a. They, I really seem to write like a, a bellows, you know, because <laughs> it expands and then you know I shift the emphasis. And uh, when I first performed it in Perth, of all places, because it wasn't as tight as it became, like it really became quite. You know, it's you know, it's. I'm very proud of the the structure, structure of the, the, the show as well as because mm. it needed to be in order to hold what I was doing. Absolutely, mm. like that. The, the I, you know, what I was trying to do with content could not have been done without you know the ten years of experience that I understood the craft of it in order mm. to you know put the form. You know, the form and the content were woven together like they're and the deconstruction of it. And mm. That's also what I loved about. Douglas, you know, you deconstruct it before you even begin. <laughs> I know, it's yeah. bold. Yeah. But um, so, the, so before that, so it was content without the fo- a strong enough form to hold it. Mm-hmm. I remember, I think, the first or second night of proper ticket-paying audience to see this show, I got the most brutal heckle. Um, and it was just after I'd revealed it, you know, the sequence of trauma, the yeah. list of trauma. And then I started to speak about Picasso. And this bloke just goes, when was that though? <laughs> I said, sorry, what? He said, when did that happen though? And I'm like, Picasso? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, why do you ask? Just curious? And because I'm heightened, because I've just, you know, and I'm just like, just curious. Of course you're curious. That is what a question is, you asshole. <laughs> like, you don't ask a question if you're not curious. <laughs> I'm curious. Why did you ask that question? Like, it was just like, and I could see just people, like, my, you know, because my manager was there and there was a few other people because they knew this was like, a sh- they knew before I did what this show was. Right. And how sort of dangerous it was to put this into a room. Yeah. And I could so, sort of see them sort of running around <laughs> telling people to put their phones away. Um, <laughs> and so, like, and so it's this hot moment. And I said, you know, of course it's, you're curious. You just asked a question, you asshole. And he's like, when was it? And I said, it was 1932. He said, it's not relevant. And I, and so then I just, I literally tore him a new asshole. Did like, you? And people still, like, who went to that show still talk about it. They've never seen a female performer shut down a man wow. in that way. Like, because it was, because I had, like, he, what he didn't know was I had a whole, whole show ready to pile onto that. So I just piled the whole show onto that man as an individual and it's like, mm. there's one and there's one and there's one. But his heckle felt like an act of violence. Right. Because I've just gone, oh, I've been raped, yeah. I've been beaten. And he's like, it doesn't matter. Right. And I'm like, yeah. here is how it does. And right. it was, but I did not like that. But was, sure. he, was, he was also, was he referring to the Picasso bit? Yes. Because there's that bit, just for anyone who hasn't seen it, like it's the bit where you say Picasso was a 40-year-old man having a relationship with a 17-year-old girl yeah. and that was all deemed okay. And then what you build on from there is brilliantly yeah. explaining why she, it's that she's in her prime, isn't it? That's yeah. what it builds yeah, around. It's, it's like, incredible. It doesn't, doesn't yeah. matter. And I mean, we're seeing this play out with the Epstein case. 
Absolutely. So, like, mm. just so tone deafly. But the, what that, that moment did for me was to go, oh, I know what I'm doing has, is so much bigger than me. Mm. So much bigger than me. Because, like, for a guy to sit in that audience and go, no, my voice needs to be heard. <laughs> right, at that. Like, and I'm like, so what that did to me was, like, to then focus on the form in order to hold the content. Mm. I see. Very much became then a show about trauma. Yes. And, you know, the way that, because I still believe the way we tell our stories focuses on trauma itself and that is why we don't get released from trauma because we keep talking about the trauma and nobody ever goes, but there's life after trauma. Mm. It flavours the life after trauma. Yes. But, and I think that's a lot to do with the silencing of, of women when they're older, like women when they're 17 or in their prime, but we never give you know, we the space for the wisdom of age with women because it's like, well, you know, most older ladies I know are just like, oh, shit happens. Mm. But here we are. Would you like a cup of tea? Yeah. You know, and that's a voice we need where it's just like you need to see that people can, as you know, like you can hold trauma and move through it and there is life and strength after trauma. Yes. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You said at the end of Nanette about connection. It's all about connection. Do you think that is why I've got a tattoo saying only connect? Is that kind yeah, of what, what you're looking for? Do you think when you're beginning to work on a show, like by being radically honest and really vulnerable, that hopefully I can connect? Yeah, that I mean, I wrote Nanette not long after I was diagnosed with autism and mm. I understood finally why I'd felt such a profound sense of disconnect because mm. I didn't know how to connect because I was trying to connect by the way that I'd observed other people connecting, mm. which is not how I connect. So, I mean, Nanette is very much a show about the autistic mind and how I make connections between things that, you know, I see things that other people don't see. I miss things other people don't <laughs> let people to see. But I wanted to show that there is a, you know, the differently thinking, you know, have, have something constructive to add to the conversation. Mm. But I chose not to say it in the net because I didn't want that prism. I didn't want that, the way to go, I'm going to, oh, we can just 
dismiss kind of what you're saying because you're a bit special needs, aren't you? You know? So I wanted to just go, here is the thing I can do. And that's why with Douglas now, I'm like, I could do that thing because of this thing. Right. I wanted to ask you a thing that I found that, you know, I wrote a book about my dad and stuff like that. And I, and, 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 it, and what I wanted, one of the things that's kind of what you're talking about with Nanette is that what I didn't really expect was how much it would, I thought it was, I thought I was doing it for me. <laughs> um, and, but how much people affected other people and people mm. wrote to me and still every day I get it on, you know, mm. in some form, people saying, oh, you know, you writing your book made me able to talk to blah blah in my family or deal with something or you know made give me more confidence to it's, talk about abuse it's an incredible way. book and it it's can i just give a quick pricey yes yeah. so in case people don't know that it's about you finding out the story of whether your dad is your real dad right <laughs> a, yeah yeah but that and my, my grandfather's so yeah it's mm. a duel but yeah but, but yeah i mean the kicker is that my dad told me i wasn't his son mm. and i was and but was um, that the kicker what was that the kicker? The, well, that, that was the were... kicker, actually. The fact that, because I, I didn't want to be his son. Yeah. I was happy, well, after the shock. Anyway, but other stuff happens too. Like my granddad died playing Russian roulette in Malaysia, stuff like that. And so, but, but what I find a really a surprising and amazing thing about that book, it was the reaction and the way that it helped people and the way that people still say to me that it enabled them to, um, you know, deal with issues in their lives and to do with abuse or just family family, um, you know, the stuff of families. And that helped you too, no doubt. And that did help me. And it was absolutely, it, it, it made me realise why it was good for me to have written that book. And as I think you're saying about mm. Nanette. But what I found, especially in America, is there's this thing where people go, oh, that's so good, you did that, and you overcame that. You, you've mm. overcome it. And you've, and you've you know, you've um, risen above it and it's over and you've overcome it and you're this success. And... What I found about the book and what I want to do in my next book, actually, or at least make it a theme, is that it's, you never overcome it. You talk about it, you put it out there, and you, your community engages with it, as you're saying. But actually, my dad is much more in my life than he ever was, ever before. And he sh- as he should be, he's my dad, you know, he should be there. But I, I, and like, it doesn't go away. You just learn how to handle it better, and you, when it comes back, those emotions, you can embrace them and deal with them, but it's not like something that's sorted out and gone. No. And I think that's something that people don't understand here. No, my grandmother had a saying, it's like, <clears throat> it's all part of the soup. <laughs> Too late to take the onions out now. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I love that. yeah, so the way, using that, the way I understood it is like, oh, trauma, under, when you haven't dealt with your trauma, the onions are still raw. Mm-hmm. So when, you know, you don't take the onions out, you learn how to absorb it. And it's part of your soup, like it flavors your onions. soup. Yeah. So it's like you need a bit of onion, but, but you know, the, it's, it's the unfair amount of onions that go in, you know, that's trauma. And so you can't possibly cook the onions because it's all onions. Your soup is just onions. Right. <laughs> I'm really taking this metaphor. No, no, you're really going time. for it. Because it's almost like <laughs> even though it was just a bit of onion, <clears throat> it flavours the whole thing. Yeah. And Some in ways too, yeah. that you Some can't ring fence and go, oh, well, this bit hasn't been affected by trauma because it's not related or it's yeah. not this. So it's yeah. all through. It, it's, it's all through. It's all part mm. of Absolutely. your soup. And I think that's, I like, I like the soup analogy because... Yeah. Uh, Does that I, make therapy vegetables? Because you can't even, if you take, <laughs> if you take 
No, oxtail. Um, <laughs> so if you take, like, it's that sort of thing. It's the same, like, if you take the onion, you can take the actual physical onions out of the soup, but it is still through the soup. It's in still there. there. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to change the subject, if I may, Good. and ask you about the thing that I love so much, the pouch of Douglas. Could you explain <laughs> the pouch of Douglas to our <laughs> listeners? Well, it's a, it's, a, it's a part of the female reproductive uh, environment, as I say. <laughs> In the show, I say it sits between the anal cavity and the, fem- uh, and the uterus. Um, so it's a little piece of uh, th- yeah. real estate. Yeah, hmm. sort of like to make sure that you know, when things are, need a bit more space. When you're having a baby. Uh, you know, and other reasons. And sometimes, it, you know, you know, can... Uh, it, but there's also, like, a lot of the female reproductive environment has, has men's name on it. Like, that's, that's... fallopian, that's a man's... Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Like, mm. there's quite a lot. I didn't know that. There's, there's we've got a lot of... What, you know, like, you know, every time I think, I think of, like, Trump Tower. Like, just put your, <laughs> put your name on things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, gosh, that's yeah. right through us. Like, men yeah. have just gone... Mine else, all that. Like, so there's like so there's also the pouch of Douglas, there's the sheath of Douglas, there's the fold of Douglas. Like, here's, well, he's got a few. Oh yeah, he's oh. you know he's he's owning the monopoly board down there. <laughs> um. And Douglas and uh, but who I know it's funny because I just think about your dog, the title of your show, your dog mm-hmm. called Douglas. But who who was this Douglas person? He was a, he was a doctor, a, hopefully, some yeah, kind. Well, I mean, <laughs> doctor. Um, so, sort of 18th century, you know, anatomist, really, and, and man midwife. He was the midwife to the queen there for a little bit as well. The reason I talk about it in the show, it's not explicit, but it's implicit, is is the sort of gender bias in um, in medicine. Yeah, like it's colonisation again. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> in, in the sense that a lot of most studies... On, on most diseases, et cetera, is, is done on men as, as the male neutral, human neutral. Mm. And so something like autism, women go undiagnosed because of that chauvinism. Mm. Right. Like uh, I went through quite a lot of really criminal misdiagnosis and dismissal. For your autism? Yeah, because it, you know, and because the way hormones affect the autistic brain, I can have normal hormonal levels, but they affect me quite you know, because of the, all sorts of things. But it was that, you know, like, you're making it up. You're mm-hmm. not really, like, this is phantom or some, you know, like, that is so common for women. Yes. Like, bec- and and you feel like you're going insane because there's no medical explanation for this. And, yeah, and for a lot of doctors, that's enough. But what goes deeper than that, there's not enough medical research into that. So do you mean, like, because of, like, when you say hormone, you mean, like, having your periods... Well, well, obviously it affects everything, but I mean, the autism has... It's the way the brain, chemist, brain chemistry and hormones, it's sort of like it's, you know, that's why adolescence and uh, some parts of childhood are really difficult for autistic kids. Because all the... Yeah, you see, you so often see these, you know, the kid, autistic kids defined by these outbursts. Yes. Mm. And that's really a really adolescent hormonal thing that can, you know, like adolescence is hard for everyone, yeah. but this is a, this is a particularly difficult thing because the, I, you know, I don't understand any science properly to speak, you know, but it is part of the distress of it. But also anxiety and depression are very prevalent in, in, in people with, with autism because trauma is often compounded 
there's a lot of shame involved, particularly for women on the spectrum, because we're we're expected to be certain types of people, and uh, the brain fun the way our brains function, you know, I'm quite blunt, but as a woman, I'm supposed to not be at all. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you know, I probably wouldn't be have nearly nearly the amount of you know dysfunction had I been born a guy, you know, because you know. Especially a guy in the fifties, I could have had a mum looking after me, then a, then a wife and a secretary. Right. I could have just been a mad genius or whatever yes. the hell they do, and they don't have to do all the things that women have to do. So the expectations on women, mm. like, compound the ang social anxiety. And once I understood I had autism, I was like, I don't need any of that. Right. I don't have to buy into that. People can judge me for not doing these things as a woman, but I'm much healthier not trying. To participate. To what did it feel like if there was a day when you understood that? Oh, it was wonderful. Really? It was just so good. Because I'm like, oh. Did you suspect? Well, no, not, not until people, you know, people kept telling me and I sort of dismissed it. I was like, because I didn't understand how I could have it. And then for some, you know, reason, it was actually after I saw Dr. Dick Biscuit, as I, as I called him in the show, um, <laughs> <laughs> that I don't know what, you know, the, the sequence of thoughts was in my head, but it had a lot to do with Douglas just looking at me because he's just like looking at me and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you get it, buddy. Mm. <laughs> like this sort of connection. And, uh, you know, I started Googling women with autism and the, just the first few things that popped up, it was just felt like my life came into focus. Mm. Things that I didn't know were a problem, that were a problem. Like what? Uh, just sort of, I didn't know that people had fun when they socialised. <laughs> I had no idea. I really? <laughs> I, no, I didn't. I just thought this is hard for everyone. Surely some are all, people are a lot better than this. Like I didn't right. know that everyone's tracking everything in the room manually in their heads. They're just actually having a nice time. Right. Whereas I'm just like, this is like I'm, I call myself sometimes Sherlock Homo. I solve crimes that are not crime, like just like non-issues. So like, because, you know, I can walk out of a room and I can tell people exactly what was going on in the room. Like, were you there? Because I hadn't spoken. Like, I have these strengths. That's what's often forgotten about autism. Mm. That it's seen as a, as a thing where it's, you're devoid of strengths and you've just got all these things that make it difficult. Mm. I, that's what I'm trying to do with this show. Is like, there are, you know, there are deficits, absolutely. Mm. But, you know, there are strengths. You know, I see things that people don't. Mm. Um, and I make connections because I'm a manual thinker. I make connections that people have just skated across mm. because I've, I've gone, it could be that, it could be that, it could be that. Uh, thank you so much, Anna. Anna. Thank you this so much. Oh, have we started? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that was a lovely trip down memory lane for me. I know that much. Now then, next week, we are chatting to the brilliant Woody Cook. He's a DJ. He's a reality star of the circle and he's a regular celebrity Gogglebox contributor with his mum, Zoe Ball. He's the son of Fatboy Slim DJ Norman Cook. Uh, he is a little activist. He's a bisexual representative. Is that even a thing? He's bi. He does really cool things for bisexual representation and I love him. So he comes to us live from his own bed, which he shares with his friend in this kind of weird, they both share a bed and sleep in at a different time situation from his student digs in Brighton because He's keeping it real. That's what's happening. Stay in touch, get connected. Instagram at Homo Sapiens, at Homo Sapiens Podcast on Facebook. Email your podcast messages, comments, questions, agony uncles to hello at homosapienspodcast.com. 
We love to hear from you. We love it when you write reviews, by the way. So if you can, write a review. Keeps us up the charts, and we know we like that. All right, everybody. This has been emotional. I've loved every minute. Thing is, I always do. Take care of yourselves now. Lots of love. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Powered by Spirit Studios.